and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.catherineplano.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. I'm curious, do you want to know how to achieve lasting positive transformation, abundance and empower your life? If you are not happy with where you are today and the repeating patterns that represent in your life over and over again, then a radical shift is what's required to help you make changes and live your life more on purpose. All you need to do is sign up to our email list and you will receive an online module on how to create radical paradigm shifts. You can get it completely for free when you sign up to our email list at katherineplano.com. And as a valued subscriber, you are also going to get exclusive content that's only available to our email subscribers, where we will have members-only events, free access to online masterclasses, VIP and discount tickets to all events. Only available for people on our email list, we offer bonus content with more advanced tips that are exclusive just for our email subscribers. There is an amazing stuff available for you only if you sign up to the email list and you can do that by going to katherineplano.com and sign up on the homepage. This week we have another super amazing guest for you, Gala Darling. Gala Darling is a speaker and the best-selling author of Radical Self-Love, a guide to loving yourself and living your dreams. She has been teaching Radical Self-Love, a selection of powerful techniques and tools which help women transform their lives for close to a decade. Her site, galadarling.com, helps a million women a month find their voice live without fear and fall in love with life. Born in New Zealand, she moved to New York City with one suitcase when she was 24 years old and used radical self-love to heal from an eating disorder and depression. Gala has been called a spiritual revolutionary, the oracle of all things mystically glam and a modern day guru. Her work has been featured in the New York Times, Vogue, Elle, Cosmopolitan and a lot more. She has also been interviewed on ABC News, Hay House Radio and Gala has spoken about radical self-love and entrepreneurship at TEDx and a dozen other events. It's now time to tune in to this one very colourful human being. Enjoy. Well, this week, I'm excited about our guest. We have Gala Darling all the way from New York. Welcome to I Am Woman Project. 
Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. We are also very excited to finally have you on the show. So, Gala, we always love to start with our unique story. So we always love to ask our woman of inspiration, what is your unique story? And tell us what inspired you to do what you do today. Yeah, it's interesting because they're really one and the same thing. So the story that I experienced and the reason why I do what I do are so tightly interwoven. And I know that's the case for so many other people. So I was growing up in New Zealand as a teenager and uh, into my early 20s, actually. And while I lived there, I really struggled with emotional regulation. I didn't feel good. I didn't know how to deal with the feelings I was having. And when I felt sadness, it was very strong. It felt like it was overwhelming me. And that um, graduated into being depression and an eating disorder, which for anyone who's listening, who struggled with those things, you know how hard that is, how painful it is. And we also have this belief in our culture that if you are depressed, if you struggle with food or body image, we kind of indoctrinated into this way of thinking that you're going to suffer with that forever, that it's a curse, that it's a cross to bear, and that it's never really going to go away. And when I was 22 years old, I discovered this technique called tapping, which is also known as EFT or emotional freedom technique, which I think of as being like psychological acupressure. And when you use this technique, you can release these old stories and beliefs from your body so that you can move into a new paradigm. And I used tapping to deal with those issues when I was 22 years old, and my life has never been the same. And the reason why I do what I do is because I see so many women who keep themselves locked into this small version of who they think they are. And I just wanna break everyone's chains and let them live these amazing lives. So that's what I do. And you know, I'm not this like exceptional superhuman person. I'm just someone who has experienced something and learned how to deal with it. And I want to teach everyone else to do the same. Mm, I love that. And I'm really curious with, because you do uh, with your book, What uh, Radical Self-Love. And mm. as you were speaking, how does one really fall in love with themselves? Because I know for myself, it's one of those constant battles where I'm always, you know, trying to be kind to myself <laughs> as much as possible, uh, yep. always, you know, um, loving myself as much as possible. I've even got a little photo of me when I was just 18 months old. And when I yep. hear that strong inner critic, I always look at that photo and go, would you speak to her like that, Catherine? Uh, mm-hmm. So what are some tricks? Because, I mean, how does one really fall in love with themselves and, and maybe talk us through the whole radical uh, self-love? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love that you are doing this inner child work and this reparenting work, and that's so beautiful. And something that I suggest to people all the time is have that photo of yourself at 18 months or five years old or whatever, frame it and put it beside your bed. So you say good morning to her every morning, you say good night to her every night. That way, it's not just something you go to when you're in a crisis moment. It's something that becomes a part of your daily routine so it can feel really good. Um, But I love that you're doing that. And I think it's a really powerful practice for so many people to, um, to integrate. But then honestly, other than, I mean, there are so many things we can do to love ourselves. We can practice gratitude. We can be extremely militant about revoking access from people who just don't treat us well, people who don't respect our boundaries, people who really shouldn't have the right to be in our lives. 
But honestly, the biggest and most powerful thing we can do is learn to tap on these beliefs that we have. Because the thing is that most of the stories we tell ourselves and the beliefs that we have are bullshit. And we learn them from our parents or society or some mean boyfriend said some shitty thing to us one time and we've internalized it and we hold on to it forever. But with tapping, you can literally dismantle them, those things. So with tapping, the script is basically, even though, insert belief here, I deeply and completely love and accept and forgive myself. And these are the things that we never say to ourselves in a regular setting. We never say, hey, Gala, I forgive you for doing that. Or, hey, Gala, I accept you even though you're going through this. It's so powerful to do that. And, you know, affirmations used to be a really big part of the self-love industry, and they still are. But I see it as being old technology. With tapping, you're taking an affirmation and you're literally creating a new neural pathway in your mind so that it's not difficult to choose that more loving thought. You're literally creating a new belief. It's so, so powerful. Mm, I, I I did EFT years ago. I remember that, and mm. I think it's I'm working with your meridians, so it's actually helping unblock the energy that's blocked uh, within yes. your body. Mm, very powerful. Yeah, and the best thing about it is that it's free to do it. Like most people, you know, if you see a hypnotist or you go and get acupuncture or anything, it costs a lot of money. Tapping is free. That is the craziest thing to me. Like, why are we not all taking advantage of this? And I think, honestly, most people either don't know about it or they're really cynical and they're resistant to trying it. And I think, you know, sometimes we're afraid of what will happen if we change a part of our personality. Like, is that going to mean people don't like us? Like, what's going to happen? It all feels very uncertain. And I think those are the things that kind of prevent people from giving it a shot. Mm, so true, but it is very, very powerful. So, Gala, mm. what, you've worked with lots and lots of individuals. What's what, one of the most common beliefs that you have come across? Uh, the, I mean, you would think that um, people are afraid of failing, but I think people are afraid of succeeding just as much as they're afraid of failing um, because success will change your life. Failure might not change your life that much, actually. Failure might kind of keep you where you are, you might lose some money or something, but nothing else. Um, if you were to be radically successful, you might move to a different area, you might have new friends, you might threaten your romantic partner. Um, you know, it's a really big thing. So I honestly think like the fear of success is bigger than the fear of failure. But other than that, you know, people believe they're not worthy of their desires. They think, you know, I could never have that. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this yet. But my belief is that the only reason we have desires is because we are meant to achieve them. We're meant to have them fulfilled. You wouldn't be able to have these desires if it wasn't something that was, you know, in the catalog that was possible for you. So, you know, changing those beliefs about whether you're really worthy and also whether you're ready um, are really powerful places to start. Mm. So basically everything that you do, whether it's working with your shadow, your inner critic or your belief system, you use uh, tapping. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I've been using tapping since 2006 and I've been writing about, you know, self-help and self-development ever since then. And for a really long time, I mean, I really only started talking about tapping a year ago. I had always like mentioned it in passing, but I'd never really promoted it to my audience. And, you know, I have a million other tricks, you know, there's mirror work and there's 
you know, writing lists and there's all these things that we can do, but just nothing's as effective as tapping. So like, I mean, yeah, there's a million different ways to skin a cat, but I think it's like, how long do you want it to take? I like shit to happen quickly so I can get on to the next thing and like start living my best life. Oh, I love that. So Gala, <laughs> let's unpack your book a little bit because you were talking about mirror work and lists and I know that your book is a guide to loving yourself and living your dreams. So what mm-hmm. are some of those powerful techniques and tools that you have in the book that you would like to share with our listeners? I think there's a lot of stuff in there about just really visualizing how you would like your life to be. And this is something that we don't spend a lot of time doing. You know, we maybe have an idea that we want our life to be better, but often our vision of that is kind of blurry or we're more focused on how we don't want it to be than how we do want it to be. And in my first book, which came out in 2006, and I wrote it when I was in my late 20s, so it feels like literally another lifetime ago because I'm now 35. Um it's really important that we get clear on what it is we want. What does that look like? And, you know, just these little things that we fail to do, like asking for what you want. So many of us are afraid to do that because we think we're going to get rejected or turned down. But the reality is if you get turned down for something, you haven't lost anything. Like you're just, you're exactly where you were when you asked. But if you do ask somebody, they may have the power to make that thing happen. So really what I'm teaching and encouraging people to do is just to be more courageous and to, you know, have the courage to ask for what they want and to dream really big. Mm, I love that. So, Gala, you're very successful at what you do. What would be a, a piece of advice that you would like to share with our listeners and maybe for somebody that wanted to embark on a new career or a life uh, and maybe mm-hmm. for those that want to leave the corporate world and start becoming an entrepreneur, what would be an advice you'd like to give them? Oh, I've so much to say about this. It's, you know, my business is my passion. And the most important thing is that you truly love what you are doing. You cannot fake passion and it will carry you through those really hard days. Because as you know, like when you're an entrepreneur, there are going to be hard days, there are going to be challenges and struggles. But if you love what you do and you feel that there's a greater purpose for what you do, it'll just keep you going forever. Like I've been in business now for 14 years and I still love it. I mean, I love it more now than I did when I started because when I started, I had no idea what it could grow to be. And now I'm in this amazing future time where all these crazy things are happening and it's so mind blowing. But passion is the most important thing. What you do has to be something you are so excited about because otherwise, you know, you'll be a really shitty boss to yourself. And if you don't like what you're doing, you might as go, well, go and work for somebody else who will give you a regular paycheck and health benefits and all those things that come with being employed by someone else. So my first tip is that you must, must, must have passion. And then my second tip is that you should learn as much as you can. You are always learning when you're in business and as soon as you start to feel like I already know this or I'm too good for that or I know everything, you're really in trouble. And I think the third thing is really learning how to work with a team. Like nobody can do this on their own and you'll be amazed by how quickly things happen when you're working with the right people. And so learning how to feel out who you should bring into your business 
and learning to really anticipate their needs and help them get what they want out of life will make the team so much more powerful. How did you go about getting the right team? Because I know this is a bit of a pain mm. point for some of us, getting the right people yeah. on, on board. Um, mm-hmm. What are your tricks? My tricks, are, my tricks are really interesting. I have two assistants. Um, one of them, Audrey, has been with me for about five years and the other, Asia, has been with me for maybe six months. And both of them came to me in an amazing stroke of fortune. So with Audrey, she was a member of my audience. She was she was reading my blog all the time. She had always been really helpful and friendly. And I had met her a couple of times and I really liked her. And one day I was writing a blog post about I was looking for a personal assistant and I literally wrote down all the qualities I wanted this person to have. And as I was writing it, she popped into my head and I thought, huh, I wonder if she would be interested in taking this job because she just had a baby and I wasn't sure if she was working or what she really wanted. So I sent her an email and I said, hey, I'm looking for an assistant and you popped into my head and I wondered if you'd be interested. And she said, I literally decided that I wanted to go back to work this week. And I was just at lunch with my friends telling her I was looking at listings and there was nothing I really wanted to do. This is my dream job. When can I start? So that was the beginning of our relationship. And then my situation with Asia was very similar. So I really feel in terms of both of those women, I was extremely clear about what I wanted and I'd written it down. And that's a very important part of it. You can't just say like, I need a person to help out. Like, no, what do you need them to do? What kind of personality do you want them to have? If you're going to be sitting in a room with them all day, do you want someone talkative or quiet? Do you want someone optimistic? Do you want someone who's a good brainstormer? Or do you just want someone who can like stuff envelopes? You got to know the answers to these questions. And then the second thing is to really pay attention to your intuitive hit on these people. When you meet them, how do they make you feel? Do they show up early? Do they have good intentions? Are they excited about what you do? If they're not excited about what you do, it is like pushing shit uphill. You're going to have such a hard time enlisting them in your mission. So they got to love it just like you do. And, you know, they have to feel like a a compliment to your personality. I think that's so important. So, Gala, I'm curious. How do you get to do all the things that you do? Because you do a lot. <laughs> um, how do I get to do them? What What does that mean? How do I find the time? How, yeah, do, I... how do you find the time and the energy? Because <laughs> there's, there's a lot that you do. Yeah, there is a lot that I do. Well, I believe that we create our own energy. Like nobody wakes up and they're like energized and they're ready to fucking roll. You have to create that for yourself. And your psychology will do what your physiology does first. So as much as you may hate it, the first thing you should really do when you get out of bed is like, I have a miniature trampoline in my office. I put on like Backstreet Boys or something and I jump up and down on this rebounder and it really gets me into the best possible mood. You have to use your body to create energy. It just doesn't come down from the heavens and strike you. We have to be proactive about creating it. So that really helps me. Like whenever I'm like, man, it's time for a nap. Like, mm-mm, no, it's not time for a nap. you got to keep your energy up. And I don't know. I guess the way that I get everything done is I fucking love what I do. Like it's so much fun to me. And the question that I use to guide the creation of my business 
is not to ask like, how do I make more money or how do I get more followers or any of those things? The question I ask myself is how do I have more fun? And when I ask myself that question, it changes what I create. It changes what I do, how I show up and everything really flows. It makes things so easily. Like if your job isn't fun, if your business isn't fun, why are you doing that to yourself? Change something, change something. Mm, I love that. How do I have more fun? I think I'm going to have to practice that one a little bit more, I think. (laughs) And often it's like something simple. Like maybe you just need to like redesign your website so you feel excited about it. Or maybe if you're creating an online course, it's about making videos and not doing the written work. Like whatever it is, if you feel good about it, your audience will feel good about it too. They'll be so excited. They like pick up your excitement via osmosis. It's really great. So true, absolutely. So Gala, Mm -hmm. along your adventurous journey, what has been your greatest lesson learned thus far? Mm. My greatest lesson learned thus far is not to get involved with men who uh, are not optimistic, men who are resentful of my success um, and what have you because What I've learned is that getting involved with men like that is just self-sabotage. It's a way of me staying small and safe. And when they have lots of problems and they want me to help them with their business and all that stuff, it means I don't do my own work. And then I get really pissed off and I start slipping. So I think, you know, business is not just business. It's like everything is connected. And when my personal relationships are painful or toxic or difficult, There's just no fucking way that I can create at the best, highest level of what I'm capable of. So I think the greatest lesson is about learning to really carefully choose my partners. Um, And I think I'm sure so many women listening will be nodding their heads as they hear this because it's very easy to do this, to subvert your power because of some romantic interest. And it's never worth it, if you ask me. Mm, so it's, it's being able to have really strong boundaries. So how do you create that? Mm. How do you create really strong boundaries for yourself? Boundaries is like the hot word at the moment. I was just talking about it with my assistant this morning. Boundaries are about knowing what is acceptable to you and what isn't and then stating them to other people and not just saying like, I don't like it when you do this, but saying to them, I don't like it when you do this. Here's why and here's what I'd prefer you do instead. And that can be really uncomfortable work. And Brene Brown is amazing in the realm of boundaries. If anyone's looking for more resources on that, she's the queen of boundaries. Um, But it's really about just learning to make a request and stand up for yourself and recognizing that you're valuable enough to have boundaries. Um, And some people aren't going to like that. And that is just how it goes. I like how you just said that too. It's not just explaining the why, but this is how the, the option. This is mm-hmm. the, how I prefer you uh, to treat me or speak to me, whatever that may be. So you're giving right, them exactly. an option as well. Yeah, because, you know, the thing with boundaries is many of us weren't modeled good boundaries from our parents or family of origin. We never really saw boundaries in effect. So we have no idea what that looks like. And so, you know, learning it and practicing it can be really hard. But if you can say to someone like, hey, when you say you're going to call me and you don't, it really upsets me. Here's why. And here's what I prefer you do in the future. You're really like standing in your power. You really are standing up for yourself and you're actually creating self-esteem as you do that. So it's a really important practice. 
Mm, I agree, absolutely. So, Gala, the other thing that we'd love to ask our woman of inspiration is about pain points. So what would be some of your pain points or a pain point that you experience in business and how do you um, walk through that? Like, for example, my pain point is social media. Uh, so mm-hmm. I outsource it. So what would be a pain point for you in business? Um, let me think about that. I mean, I really do love most of my business. I think a pain point for me has been not the financial so much, but the kind of nitty gritty of like setting up bank accounts properly, taxes, accountants, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was just in Las Vegas last week at Tony Robbins Business Mastery, where they actually taught us a lot of accounting. And it was really helpful to kind of get an overview of the numbers. And it's interesting too, like when I was in school, I hated math class, hated it. And then when I was in Vegas learning from Tony's guy, I realized that actually I'm pretty good at maths when the subject matters to me. So that was really like a good enlightening moment. And, you know, I think with every pain point in business, you know, we do delegate things, we do outsource things, but it's also important to understand how things work because otherwise people in your business will be doing things and you've got no idea whether they're doing it well or doing it poorly we really do have to be educated business owners and it's not it's not enough to just be like, I'm just going to let so-and-so handle all the finances. Like that will get you in trouble more often than not. So you really do have to have a good basic understanding of all of these things. And the good news is you can learn anything you need to learn on YouTube. So all is not lost. That's so true. So Gala, you've been yeah. in business for 14 years and there's a saying that you'll be, you know, for most people or individuals that start a business, you're lucky to survive in the first 12 months. What do you think is a yeah. reason or some reasons individuals fail to succeed? Well, you know, business is a spiritual game and nothing will test you more than being in business, putting a value on what you do, building those interpersonal relationships learning how to read a market and figure out what people want and then also have your own vision. Like it is so challenging. And I learned last week, in fact, that only 4% of all businesses in the world gross over a million dollars a year. Wow. So that just goes to show you like it is a hard fucking game. But, you know, I think when you're well prepared and you're well informed and you love what you do, There's nothing that you cannot deal with or survive or learn to evolve through. But like I said in the beginning of this interview, the passion is the most important thing. You absolutely have to feel that overwhelming passion for what you do. And often that comes from having a compelling reason why you're doing it. In my case, you know, I had those terribly painful teenage years and I thought I don't want any other women to suffer like this. So there needs to be a really compelling reason for you doing what you do. And it may be just that you want to provide a really great life for your children, but your why is so important. Mm, Absolutely. Your why is what drives the unconscious mind. Uh, And if you don't have a very big why, you will lose your momentum and your motivation very quickly. Absolutely. So, so true. Mm, So Gala, if you were to go back in time, what advice Mm. would you give your younger self? Um, I would say keep tapping because when I started my website in 2006, I was tapping every day on the limitations that came up because 
you know, business challenges every preconceived notion you have about yourself. Um, so I would say keep tapping and I would say keep being as weird as you want to be. Don't let what other people are doing influence you too much because, you know, it's easy to kind of get swept away and do what everyone else is doing and then look around and be like, oh, fuck, I don't even like this. Um, so I guess keep your eyes on your own work and keep tapping would be my advice. Mm, I love it. So, Gala, you were talking, you are about to launch a new platform. Did you want to talk us through that? I would love to. So my new project is called The Vortex, and it's a beautiful membership site for all of my audience. And there, we've been filming content for this for the last three months, and it's just so beautiful. And the question that I used in the creation of this website was, if I had a daughter, what would I want her to see and learn, and who would I want her to learn from? And I answered those questions and then started creating this content. So the goal with this is it's a place where you can be high vibe all the time. Like, you know, when you're in the middle of a transitional period of your life, it can be really challenging to stay in that good feeling place all the time. And especially if your friends are not on the self-help journey with you, you can feel isolated and kind of crazy. So this is a place where I've brought everybody together you get new content every week. You get a beautiful quarterly magazine. There's a forum. You get text messages from the Vortex. Like, it's everything I can possibly throw at the issue so that people don't feel alone, so that they always know what the next thing is to do, that they can step up and, like, keep growing. And, yeah, so they have that really beautiful support network of people around them. Oh, it sounds very exciting. Love it. So, Gala, as we wrap up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to pick one word that best describes her personal brand. What would be that one word for you? My one word would be radiant. And the reason for that is I believe that when you feel good, it radiates out to everybody else. They cannot help but be affected by it and they cannot help but feel good too. Mm, I so agree with that. Love it. And the other thing we love to ask our woman of inspiration is to pick three shiny golden nuggets for our listeners. So what would be three practical exercises that you would like to leave for our audience today? Number one, write a gratitude list and do this every day if you can. The things that are really lighting you up, the things that really matter to you, the more you practice gratitude, the more you'll notice what you have to be grateful for. So that's number one. Number two is check out tapping. I do free tapping videos on YouTube every week. They're called High Vibe Honey. We tap on all kinds of things like perfectionism and success and all kinds of stuff. So it's definitely worth checking out. And the third thing would be to go through your social media feeds and unfollow anyone that doesn't make you feel good about being you because life is way too short to compare yourself to other people. Oh, I love that one. I've not heard of that one very often, but um, that's a really good mm. one. So you unfollow people that don't make you feel good. Yeah. I love that. You don't need them in your life. You really don't. Absolutely not. So, Gala, where is the best place for our listeners to find you? The best place to find me is on Instagram. I'm at Gala Darling and also on my blog, galadarling.com I have 14 years worth of articles and blog posts and information to help you evolve and transform and feel good so those are great places to check me out love it and what is your favorite topics that you like to write about 
favorite topics to write about are anything about personal development. And, you know, I think personal development is such a fun thing because you can really write about anything. Like it can be how you dress, who you spend time with. Um, There's so many options and I really love that. Great. Thank you so much, Gala, for coming on the show and sharing your time and your energy with us. Thank you once again. Thanks. That brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you enjoyed the show as it is my mission to reach out and inspire as many individuals like you. And one of the best ways to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes. It's easy and it only takes about 10 seconds. And when you do, please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift. Where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Catherine Plano. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next week, please take care of yourself. <music>